folks, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout the podcast, I offer an analysis of the content found in the Heidelberg Catechism. I have picked the Heidelberg Catechism for its easy-to-follow structure of 52 Lord's Days. In the past 10 episodes, we have explored the Ten Commandments, or as the Hebrew has it, the Ten Words. These words have found their way into the structures of U.S. government and many other nations as they have structured their societies on the premises of the Ten Commandments, the words given by God to His people that have great moral value regardless of where one is from or where one lives. The Ten Commandments are as relevant today as they were when they were given to the people of God. They teach us that we are to honor God first and then honor others, that our love for God and our love for others should fuel our behavior. It should fuel our worship and should lead us to live meaningful lives. Well, today in this episode, episode number 45, we will begin with our exploration of the Lord's Prayer. I'm excited about this because prayer is an exciting subject to talk about. But before we get to that, let me offer you just a wrap up of the Ten Commandments in the words of someone who you may not be familiar with, but has profound insights for us. Dr. James Hamilton Jr. provides us these words, which I believe will be super helpful. These commandments, or the commands that God gave, with Yahweh's authority. They reflect the way that He has created the world. They are to be obeyed because He has spoken them, because He created this world by His Word, because this world is made to work according to His Word. Again, a reference to the idea of the Ten Commandments being ten words. He continues, Fathers and mothers are to be honored because God is Father to His people, and God is to be honored. No murder is because God alone gives life and people are in God's image or are made in God's image. No adultery because God made man male and female that he may be honored that the two might become one flesh. No theft because God makes poor and rich. No false witness because God does not lie. No coveting, finally the last one, because God alone is to satisfy and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. The authority and majesty and identity of Yahweh are central to all of the Ten Commandments, and moral action is inseparably bound with the worship of God. In sum, the Ten Commandments reflect the character of God, and they show us how we may obey Him and also honor others. Now, God is a gracious God to us, and He has left us some very important words, and some of those words are the words of Jesus. In the Gospel of Matthew, we have the Lord's Prayer. We also have it in the Gospel of Luke, but we will just focus on the Gospel of Matthew. In Lord's Day number 45, that is the last question. I will begin in reverse, and I'll begin with the the last question and then go back to the first question. The last question is, what is the Lord's Prayer? Well, let me read it to you. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
So folks, that is the Lord's Prayer, and you may be familiar with it if you grew up in the West. But now let me go back to the first question of Lord's Day number 45. Why is prayer necessary for Christians? The answer given by the Hatterberg Catechism is, because it is the chief part of thankfulness which God requires of us, and because God will give His grace and Holy Spirit only to those who earnestly and without ceasing ask them for it, and render thanks unto Him for them. Notice how the Heidelberg Catechism answers it. He says, first, because it is the chief part of our thankfulness, which, requ- which God requires of us. Psalm 50, 14-15 says, Offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Prayer should be coded with thanksgiving. Further, here in the Heidelberg Catechism, it points to the grace of God and the work of the Holy Spirit in prayer as we render thanks unto Him. First of all, folks, we must understand that prayer is a privilege, that we can approach the throne of God, and through His Holy Spirit, we can have greater intimacy with the Lord of the universe. That in itself is amazing. And further, what is amazing is that God listens to our prayer. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 8, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Paul encourages the church at Ephesus to pray, and he says this, Praying always with all prayer, in supplication, in the Spirit, being watchful, to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Paul not only encourages us to always pray, and to bring our supplications or our earnest requests to God in the Spirit, again, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit who dwells in us, but also to be watchful and to persevere in it and to supplicate or to ask on behalf of all the saints. So we are called to pray for one another. And when we do, God is honored and lives are changed. Now, the Hatterberg Catechism asks yet another question. What belongs to such prayer which is acceptable to God and which He will hear? In other words, what prayer is acceptable and will God hear any prayer or is there a specific type of prayer that He listens to? Now, the Hatterberg Catechism offers us a thorough answer. It says, first, that with our whole heart we call only upon the one true God who has revealed himself to us in his word, for that all that he has commanded us to ask of him. Second, that we thoroughly know our need and misery, so as to humble ourselves in the presence of his divine majesty. And third, that we may be firmly assured, notwithstanding our unworthiness, that he will, for the sake of Christ our Lord, certainly hear our prayer, as he has promised us in his word. Well, that is a mouthful, so let me break it down to you. So what is an acceptable prayer to God? Well, first, the prayer of a heart, a whole heart, a heart that calls upon the one true God as he has revealed himself in his word. That is an acceptable prayer. Second is a prayer where we acknowledge our need and our misery, as the Heidelberg Catechism puts it, a prayer that is humble as we humble ourselves in the presence of His divine majesty, when we recognize the privilege that we have to approach the throne of God, the God of the universe, in prayer, we cannot 
help ourselves, but to humble ourselves before Him and recognize that we are sinners and God is totally holy, completely holy. And as we approach Him, that is only by His grace that He would listen to us. And one final aspect of an acceptable prayer is a prayer that is given in the name of Christ. That is why the Heidelberg Catechism says, For the sake of Christ our Lord, that He will certainly hear our prayer. Again, it is because of Jesus and His work on the cross, and because of what He has promised us, that we are able to approach the throne of God, the throne of grace, and bring our requests, our supplications, and our petitions and thanksgivings. 1 John 5.14 says, Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, that He hears us. And we must not forget that the chief end of our prayer should be to glorify God. That is why the words of Jesus in John chapter 14, 13 through 16 are so important. It says this, And whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Now, one final question is asked in Lord's Day number 45. What has God commanded us to ask of him? The answer is simple. All things necessary for soul and body, which Christ our Lord comprised in the prayer which he himself taught us. What are we to do? We are to rely solely on the Lord. James 1.17 says, For every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. And 1 Peter 5.7 says, Casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. Folks, that is the God that we serve and worship. May we continue to pray earnestly in His presence and to seek His face always. I look forward to continuing our next episodes on the Lord's Prayer and its different aspects. But for now, this is it for this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. May the Lord bless you. Feel free to subscribe and to share this podcast with your friends and family.